I imagine it's come as a wee bit of a surprise to some people that all of a sudden economists, commentators are warning that New Zealand is facing a brain drain. For a while, all we heard were about the hordes of New Zealanders wanting to come back to New Zealand. We'll be overwhelmed, some said. Where are they going to live? What are we going to do? Well, all they wanted to do was come home and see dying relatives, to see new babies, to have the same sort of connection that they'd been able to maintain while living rich and fulfilling lives overseas. Incredibly, they didn't all want to come back here and stay here forever. So now we've got Brad Olson from Infometrics who posed the question last week, is New Zealand facing up to a brain drain? For the year to January 2022, so just a couple of months ago, Stats New Zealand estimates a net migration outflow, so more people left than came in, of around 7,500 people, with an annual net outflow now estimated to have been occurring since March of last year. So the fact that more people are leaving New Zealand than are choosing to come here is the first net loss of people from New Zealand since the effects of the GFC were compounded by the 2011 Christchurch earthquake. And that saw a net outflow between April 2011 and March 2013. So it's been a while since we've seen more people choosing to leave than wanting to come. Obviously, you know, the decisions made by the government to close the borders to anybody, um, but New Zealanders, and even then they had to jump through hoops. That's made a huge difference. So Brad Olson answered his own question by saying it's not a brain drain yet. He says, taking all the arrivals and departures into account, the government decision decisions around borders, he says what we have is the complete collapse of the inward migration of skills, particularly from younger people, which means there's no ability to either replace lost talent or scale up recruitment and employment at a time when demand is high and the labour market is stretched. Now, if you're an employer in any sphere, you'll be saying, yeah, thanks, Kerry, nothing new there. You're not telling me anything I don't know. I've got 40 vacancies and no way of filling them. And you'd be right. I mean, you're feeling it. You're feeling it on the ground level. And this is the impact of closed borders and a country that's been locked up with young people that traditionally do travel who can now head off. Uh, the announcement of reopened borders for New Zealand is likely, says Brad Olson, to allow resumption in higher levels of migrant arrivals. There'll be strong demand from New Zealand businesses to bring in talent to fill the skills shortages and other gaps in the labour market. Yet it's not clear, says Brad Olson, how quickly that boost in arrivals can occur, given changed visa requirements from the government and the challenge to process applications by Immigration New Zealand. They were a basket case before the pandemic. I would love to think they've used the past two years to refine their processes, lift their game, improve their ability to process visa applications, but I doubt it. So that was Brad Olson last week. This morning, Kiwi Bank chimed in, estimating we're going to see Kiwis leaving the level, the country at a level last seen during the Aussie mining boom of 2011. Kiwi Bank Chief Economist Jared Kerr was on the Mike Hosking Breakfast this morning. We're uh, reasonably confident there's going to be a, a significant outflow of people over the next six months. People in their prime, people looking for 
OE experience. A lot of them will go to Australia, a lot of them will go to Europe, and we'll also see other Kiwis travelling further abroad. Economically, it's not nice, no. We, we're kind of wanting for workers to come in here and fill the jobs that are here. We've got a lot of vacancies in New Zealand, a lot of jobs available, but we just don't have the headcount. That was uh, Kiwi Bank Chief Economist Jared Kerr talking about the brain drain. And, and how are you going to get people, if you're an employer, if you're an immigration advisor, have you got people who are champing at the bit to get into this country, to set up home in New Zealand? Or have they heard about the, the difficulties in actually getting a path to residency and being able to lay down roots here, buy a house, get a retirement, you know, get, put yourself into KiwiSaver, get the kids to school? So are people wanting to come into New Zealand? I certainly know young people who are wanting to leave New Zealand. They want to go. That was always the plan. The pandemic has held them back, but now they're off. And TBC, whether they actually return. It's not just about the numbers either. It's the message it sends when you've got Kiwis, more Kiwis wanting to leave than stay. And I've said this a number of times, but anecdotally, just through the text machine, through the emails, through the phone calls, this is the first time I've heard that mood shift where, you know what, I don't see this country offering me the future I want. If we can't turn around the flow of people or if we can't replace them with similar adventurous young people who are willing to travel to another country, another culture, or the other part of the world to have an adventure, to bring their talents and add their energy and their verve and their everything they bring with them when you are an adventurous young soul. If we can't get them to replace our adventurous young people, then what are we going to be? The psyche will be, the perception will be, that New Zealand's a lovely place to visit, but really what are you going to do there? It'd be like Whangamata or the Akaroa Bay of, of the world. Well, it's very nice to visit, very quiet, be able to relax, you know, a couple of shops to get the essentials and that'll be about it. The retirement village of the South Pacific, cool. I know there are a lot of people, and this surprised me, uh, this was a discovery during the lockdowns, there are a lot of people who do not want to move from New Zealand, who don't even want to move from their particular island, who think anyone who does is barking mad and <laughs> look what happened when COVID struck, eh? Wanted to come home then. All right, lock up those gates, you can't come home, you've made your decision. That I found to be a really unattractive and alien attitude. Most of the people I know are really positive, energetic, adventurous, willing to take chances, willing to take risks. If they all go, what sort of country do we have left?